<laughs> What's going on, man? It's your boy, Austin Scott, the man with the voice. And we are back again with another episode of The Common Ground, you know what I'm saying? Where we build the communities one conversation at a time. Um, I got my dogs here. You know what it is. Y'all see us on live all the time. We finally were able to get all together on this recording again, man. And it's going to be a dope one. But you guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Whoever want to go first, go ahead. Hi, it's Jasmine. Yes. Um, um, so <laughs> they didn't know who wanted to go first, but <laughs> it always I should have called it out, my bad. Yeah, we should have called it, but <laughs> it's Jasmine. Um, I'm just glad to be here again. Yes, yes, and finally in here, it is Neek, the person you need to talk to. Thank you. I'm excited to be here for a good recording. Yeah, man. You know, this is going to be a good one, but... As always, we're going to go ahead and get straight to it because we don't want to hold y'all too long. We know everybody got short patience this th- these days. So, the 1 through 10 check-ins. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know these check-ins. is 1 through 10, 1 being the worst thing. You, you down bad, you hurting. And 10 being, I'm living my best life. We eating good. I'm getting the relationship gut, all of that stuff. Mentally and physically. Um, and we're going to start with jazz. Jazz, okay. Yes. Um. <clears throat> So I believe mentally I am at like a seven, seven and a half. Like I'm not bad. Um, I'm okay. Um, physically, I'm probably at like a six, five maybe. Because I'm, I'm tired. Like I don't know. But I'm not feeling bad. Just tired. But hopefully that will change. She better be pregnant with all this sleeping she's been doing. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Nick, how you Come feeling? On, <laughs> um, I'm feeling good. I cannot complain. Um, I will say mentally, I'm probably, um, I'm probably about a date. I feel pretty good. It could be higher, but you know that's where I'm coasting at for right now. So I'll take it. Um, physically, ooh, physically, I did a lot of laundry yesterday, so I'm a little tired. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I feel you on that. I, I did, did a little a, bit of that. We did a lot of driving yesterday. I don't know if yeah. that makes Jazz tired, but we was out. It can drain you. We we was out for a while yesterday, but that's good, man. I'm glad y'all are feeling good, doing good. Y'all already yeah. know we got to get these numbers up all Where the time. I be trying to skip my numbers, <laughs> but they always nah. be trying to catch me. So, but for me, mentally and physically, mentally, I'm at a, I'm at an eight. I'm still doing pretty good. Had a pretty good weekend. Um, not too much stress on me. Cut back on drinking a lot. So I think that's helping too. I did drink, but I cut back. <laughs> um, physically, um, about a, I'm about an eight still. So eight and eight on both of those. I'm doing pretty good, man. Happy about life, you know what I'm saying? Um, Love to and see it. Love to hear it too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We got four ways to keep or get these things up to keep these things moving, to get yourself feeling good for laws of to create peace in your life. Number one, mind your business. Um, I saw a post today, yo, and it said, uh, drama doesn't follow people that mind their business. I think we need to just take all of that in, like take that whole message in and just apply it to yourself daily. But yeah, drama doesn't follow people who mind their business. So number one, mind your business. Neek, what's number two? Number two, stop talking. Stop talking. If you can shut your mouth and open your ears up a little bit more, 
you'll be able to mind your business <laughs> much more effectively. Right. So just just stop talking sometimes. Everything don't got to be said. Listen. Yep, yep. Jazz, what's number three, man? Number three is to slow down. What you mean by slow down, Jazz, when you say that? Sometimes you just got to just take it slow. Like, take it easy. Don't be in a rush to try to get things done so quickly or either just to get knowledge about something. Sometimes you just got to sit and take it in. Mm -hmm. So slow down. Allow it to just come to you. Take your time with it. Yep, yep. Um, and also, number four, the greatest one of them all, don't be ashy. Because being ashy ruins all three of those other ones. <laughs> you can be minding your business, but if you ashy, then it ruins all of that. For yeah, one, you don't like touching yourself because you got dry skin. If you got ashy behavior, then you're just not a good human being. And you you displaying terrible behavior. This is not how your mom or dad or whoever raised you trained you. They did not train you to be ashy, so don't be ashy. But other than that, make sure y'all subscribe, like, comment, all of those things on the Common Ground Instagram page, but also follow and like and all of that stuff. Also, on wherever you get your podcast platform, I mean podcast from, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you go check those things out. Share it. Give it to your grandma. She want to hear this conversation, too. Um, <laughs> yes, grandma. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody likes these conversations. But we are in the space of community building. This is the only community building podcast out there. I'm pretty sure that that's all it is because all we hear now is relationship arguments. <laughs> Unless y'all y'all know some other ones, some other types that that's popular right now that's not negative. What? Any other podcast. <laughs> oh, I about to say, that's why I was just like, what? Exactly. <laughs> I haven't seen so, them. <laughs> Get your life filled with us. You know what I'm saying? Every Tuesday, man. But go ahead, like, comment, share, all of those things. But we are still in this community building space. That's what we want to do. That's our gift to this world. And we are starting with, well, we're not starting with. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me get back to it. We are now in the point of you need to realize that you are the biggest part of your community. You are the more, most important piece in your community. So... Realize that you got to do work on yourself. Mm -hmm. You got life that hits you. You got stuff that come at you. And it all helps to build you in life, build your character. You don't, you can't acknowledge the great things without going through bad stuff. I heard that from one of my friends. I've been listening yeah. to a lot of quotes lately, by the way. I don't know if y'all <laughs> no know. Wrong with it. If I'm speaking in quotes, it's just because I've been reading a lot of stuff. But like that's something that's real important. I feel like definitely in my life from what things that I went through with sports things that I went through with family, things that I went through with relationships. Um, building my identity and going through those things have helped me to build my identity to put me in the place that I'm in now. So, like, what are some, what do you guys think are some ways to kind of take those lessons that you've learned in life and just turn them for good? Not just everything being bad all the time, like, because bad things do happen, but there's a lesson in them. Like so, what are some what are some things that you might have went through that you have now turned for good that has helped you to build a better identity for yourself? Mm -hmm. Neat, go first. Um, so you know, I've I've talked about this. I think both of you guys are very well familiar with me talking about this a few times. Of just, I always bring it up because it's always relevant. Of that, you know, three and a half to four year period where I was just completely rock bottom. 
you know, for that entire span. And of course, coming up out of that, um, what's helped me with building my identity now is understanding that everything is not always going to be good. Like, but just know that those times, like there's been times since then where I haven't felt great, but when I wasn't feeling great, then I didn't see a way out of it. You know what I mean? Initially, I didn't see a way out of it. So that's what made it such a long period of time. Like you shouldn't be in a funk for that long. Like three and a half, four years is a very long time. You know what I'm saying? So for me now, as far as who, who, who it is for me and my identity, I feel like now I understand that there is a way out of it. So don't try to escape the depression. You know what I'm right. saying? Because sometimes it's going to come. Like, you don't know how life is going to hit you. You know what I'm saying? You could wake up tomorrow and your whole engine head gasket done blue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't control that. So it's like, understand that those moments are going to come. And sometimes it's really not anything that you could do about it. But when the moments do come, know that there's a way out of it. So yeah. don't stay in there too, too long. So That's for me, crazy. as far as how it's built my identity now, is that I'm, I'm much stronger when it comes to tough times. I sit in it, and I definitely embrace whatever it is that's come, but it doesn't affect me as bad as it used to. You know what I'm saying? A simple situation could take me out of here real quick. But now, I'm not wishing it on myself, knock on wood, <laughs> but it got to be something real 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 damaging to take me out like that and right. I, I don't even think now that that could happen again i'm not so would you God, but so would you say that that time made you more patient yeah i will say that it's it definitely made me more patient but in the moment i was being impatient when it was going on yeah because you, know you wanted saying? stuff because to happen like yeah when you right when you're sitting in that mess you kind of when this stuff gonna stop? Like when? Right. When right. all of this stuff but gonna stop happening to me? <laughs> yeah. But it's like you don't even realize when you complaining and saying when it's gonna stop, you prolonging it because you're not doing anything to stop it. You're just saying when is it gonna stop? That's well, a ball. If you stop saying when is it gonna stop and actually try to do something to make it stop, it might stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Take authority so, over it. We just listened to that today. Jazz, you got anything to add to that or? Do you have something that you have went through that, or a time per a time period that has shaped your identity? Um, I feel like I do, and I know it might sound crazy because you want to know your identity already, but I feel like I'm still in a place where I know my identity, but I'm still growing. Like, so there are still yeah. things that are shaping me now at this moment that I'm going through that I know that I'm going to come out on the other end of it and it's going to be positive. But to think about a moment, I guess I would have to take, take it back to like my single season. When, when I was in my single season, I thought this one, she was out here (laughs) cheating on me. y'all. She wasn't being patient waiting on me. You exist. (laughs) I mean, I feel honestly, to be honest, I feel like I was single pretty much from high school all the way until I met Arlington, to be honest. Like, I've had Mm. relationships, but they were not of substance. Because y'all ain't me. Just remember (laughs) that. All you niggas listening to this, y'all ain't me. My bad. Go ahead. No, but in in that moment, I would question a lot. Like, God, why? Like, I know what I have to offer. I know what I can give. Like, why is it that it's not happening? Why is it that I'm giving, like, my heart to all of these people and nobody is receiving 
the goodness that I'm offering. And it's like, why? What like what's going on? I think it's it's a lot of women that can relate to this. Yeah, not a doubt. So what do not you feel like in that time you learned like in that? And I know the story goes lo- long, longer than where we stopped it. Right. It's just I wanted to catch you at this point because that alone, like, it's a lot of women just flat out saying, like, I'm this great woman. I got all this love to give, but nobody is seeing this in me or receiving this from me. Mm-hmm. What is something that you learned in that time? Well, that's the thing. I was learning in that time. I was learning for this moment because. Mm. Damn. My bad. I ain't mean to curse <laughs> She said something, my bad. <laughs> I'm going to bleep that out. My <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Caught you off guard, huh? Hit you in your chest. But, I mean, but that's the truth because in that time, all I heard people say was, enjoy your single season. Learn who you are as an individual. Become your best person so you know what, so you can know what you want or what you require when you get into the thing that, that's meant for you. Right. And I would do that in, in increments and then I would get lonely or then I would get the desire to go and be in a relationship or just occupy my time with somebody who I knew meant absolutely nothing for me. Yeah. So if I would have just taken those moments that I was taught and I was learning and learning more about me, learning about what my purpose is, like, because, you know, I heard people say a lot, like, you're in school, go to school, get your education, then do, like, live your best life right now. And my whole time in school, I was learning, but I also was like, okay, where's my mister? Where he at? Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. and it wasn't happening, but I missed so much yeah. in those moments that would have prepared me a lot better for where I'm at today right now. And mm. I feel like there was a lot of self-work that I still had to do once I got into this relationship with Arlington. But had I done my job in the beginning, mm-hmm. I may not have had to yeah. do that part. I get where you go. Right, right yeah. now. You know like what I'm saying? Like if you would have listened and took that time to yeah. really build yourself, you would have been better for now. Yes, not saying yeah. that you're bad or nothing like right. that. Right. No, right. I'll but get... you were just so concerned with, yes. not so concerned, but a part of you was definitely like, well, where you at? That, oh, that I, was, was more... I was so concerned. I was so <laughs> concerned. No, that's the exact word. That's the exact word. <laughs> I oh, was she like, said, Lord, I'm in the church. I... I go to church and do what I'm supposed to do. I, you know, I'm not no bad person. You know, I was, I was, I was so, so caught up on it. No, nah, that's a fact. <laughs> and I think I like you. With, with both of those, we don't realize, like, in the time, we should have been doing work in the time. We should have yes. actually, like, what yes. the stuff that people were saying probably was the right thing to be doing. It don't sound like the right thing because we want what we want when we, when want, we want it. it. When we want it, yes. Not yes. we want to do the work first and then mm-hmm. do it. Like, I even for me, I want this podcast and comedy to be where I want it to be at. But yeah. then I be talking to other other homies or things like that or people that's in it, and they tell me all the work that I got to do, and I'm like, man, no, I'm funny and I can talk right now. Somebody need to sign me, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody need to give me some money to do this, and right. I need to do the work first. Mm-hmm. It's a process, and for me, I got to see mine kind of direct, and I got to see it early. So it was honestly football for me that helped shape. A lot of what I was, I got to a point to where I didn't believe it anymore. Mm-hmm. So with my 10th grade year, tore my ACL, the coaching was go do your rehab, get stronger, come back better. That's that's what it was. 
all right, we got an injury. This injury takes this long. Go, go do what you need to do. Come back and ball. So I did that. Came back, balled out. We number one, number one offense in the state. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I get back, and not saying it's just because of me, but I'm a big, I'm a piece of it. Right, absolutely. So, coming into my senior year, we already ranked high. Whatever, we got a great team coming back. Fifth game of the season, knee go out again. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, I'm thinking, well, season over, but I still want to go to college. Right. So, right. guess what you're supposed to do? Rehab. Come back, ball out. That's the plan. So did that, came back, got a scholarship to Elizabeth City, not the school that I wanted to go to, but, Mm -hmm. hey, it's an opportunity. Had to take it. Then got there and realized, all right, I got to sit out again because red shirt year, these things, so now I got to sit out again. So now I really got to wait. But in that time of waiting, I'm still trying to stay active, still trying to play football, things like that. But then I forget about the whole you need to keep working. Mm-hmm. Because you got something to come back to now. So you forget that part because now it's like I'm not playing football. During football season, I get to be around people, hang out, chill, all of these things. And I'm enjoying this because I never had to do it before because I was working the whole time. Right. I lost my identity mm. by not doing the work that I was supposed to be doing. Mm. That was supposed word. to build me for what it was, for what That's my life was supposed to be, for where I was supposed to go. But even in that, it was still – Things going to happen. Mm-hmm. You do the work and get to where you're supposed to be. That was, my, that was my thing from when I was young. When I lost that, I realized everything in my eyes started happening to me. Mm. Not mm. that I just wasn't doing the work and things was coming at me now. Just everything is just, just it's not it. <laughs> I'm the victim now. Right, right I literally right. made myself the victim because I stopped doing what I have already been known and taught to do. But you don't know mm. that in the moment. But in the moment, you don't know that. I'm right. just thinking everything happening to me. Right. And then I start looking at the injuries as this happened. Now I got to do all of this. Yeah. When the injuries was the thing that taught me to be what I was supposed to be. Right. right. And today I got to do it now. I got to do all of the work. And then you'll get the other stuff on the other end. Mm-hmm. But that is what I had to dive back into now to kind of get to where I'm at now. Do the work and you'll get there. But, but I th- I think that also takes back to um, kind of how we got to this topic. Um, well, we were already here, but we went to church yesterday and just hearing the message that came out and talking about the guy who was laying on his mat for 38 years. He laid there for 38 years and was like, nobody is helping me get to this to this lake or to the lake or to the pond. To the, I don't know. To the, to the- to the pool, to the water. To the water, you To the know? water. And he said, everybody keeps passing me. Right. And just getting in the water. But recognizing that at the end, you know, God tells him to take up your mat. He mm-hmm. was attached to this mat. And as, you know, as the pastor said, you know, if you about to heal me or something, I don't want to take with me what's been holding me down. Absolutely. But he told him to take the mat with him because it was a part of his identity. Mm-hmm. That mat was what he had been on for 38 years, and he told him to pick it up and take it because that's a, that's a part of you. Right, right. And, and, and just like the pastor said, also, like, we want to we wanna get to where we're going and be clean. Mm. We don't want Can't nobody do to now. see. We don't want nobody to see the stuff we done came through. Mm, I do. Like, Nick, like, Nick for you, that <laughs> there's no way you can, you can't clean off, you started college, got pregnant, mm-hmm. and sat in what you had to sit in. 
How did right. you don't clean that off? That's a part of you. And, and honestly, for me, I know for other people, it might be different in how they feel and carry things. Like most people, they, they go through such horrible things and they be like, you know what? I don't never want to look at that again, ever. I don't want to relive it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want, but I have to, because if I don't remember that, if I don't remember what that felt like, I'm easily be able to find myself back in that situation again. You know what That's I'm saying? Easily. I want mm-hmm. to remember that. I want to feel it. I want to be able to see and feel all of those scars. Like, like I, I need to know. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you get burnt, you know what I mean? And you see that scar. Every time you look at that scar, what you going to remember? You know, not Damn, touch I got burnt. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I remember how that feel. I won't feel that no more. So you're going to be extra precautious with how you carry fire. You know what I'm saying? Right. And heat. And it's like, I I need to, I, I want to carry all that mood with me. I, it makes me, yeah. it makes me remember. And I think that even speaks more to like, don't be ashamed of what has happened to you. Mm-hmm. Because you learn through what happened to you. Mm-hmm. Now granted, a lot of people got a lot of wild stuff that has happened in their life. And it opened my eyes after that when I got in college yeah. and just heard a lot of the things that women said. Because I was never like, I never, I was never around it. I never seen it. I never heard about it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, damn. Yeah. But then you see what kind of person they are now, mm-hmm. and you see how they move now, and how they respect themselves differently, or treat themselves in a certain way because of things that have happened to them in the past. Yeah, it it builds you a different way when you go through certain things, like the bad stuff. I I have to look at now, like the bad things are a lot of things that teach you. It is. But it's just like when you got a kid or when you was a kid. You did something, your daddy or your mama tear that tail up. Mm-hmm. You won't do that no more. Granted, they looking out for your safety or they don't want you to do something. You looking at it like, this is fun. I want to do it. <laughs> Man. You feel that belt or something hit you. You know, all right, I'm not doing that. Right. That's kind of what happens in life. Let me tell you something. I can give you a better, a little funny real quick. Garvey been nipping this house. My son, my, my five-year-old son, getting ready to be six on Halloween. He is very much so the Halloween baby <laughs> that he is. Chill on my boy, man. Whatever. He 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 liked to run. He a little boy. That's what these boys do. So, you know, I constantly got to tell him, stop running. Stop running. Not because I don't want you to run, but the way you be cutting these corners, boy, you're going to tear yourself up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So stop oh, yeah. running. One day, he ain't listening. A couple, this was like last week. He ain't listening. And he clipped the corner of the chair, like the bottom of the chair leg, hit the Dang. flat part of his top part of his foot right on the chair, look, bow, put a hole down to the white meat. You know, when you get Dang. cut down to the white meat, it don't start yeah. bleeding for like at least a few seconds. And then when it start bleeding, it start bleeding. Boy That's had when a the pain comes too. He legit had a hole in his foot. It was so bad, we really thought we was going to have to take the boy to get some stitches. Like, it was bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And the whole time, he bawling, crying, and God forgive me, I wanted to laugh so bad, but I was really hurt by my baby. But I sat there the whole time, let him wipe it up. I'm like, you see why I told you stop running? Yes, Bobby, yeah. I see. I see. Like, <laughs> just, just really, and for the past week now, I done had to tell him a couple of times, hey, yo, chill out. But as soon as he hit that same corner that it happened at, he looking at that oh, chair sideways. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you got to look but... at life the same way because it's decisions that we make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we You have choices all the time in life, and people got to realize that. A lot of the things that happen to you, you made a choice at some point that put you in the situation that you in right now. Mm-hmm. Something you did. It don't matter what it was, but just, but, and that's not to get down on yourself, 
That just means make a different decision. Make a different decision. And Something happened when I warnings. made this decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and pay attention to the warnings. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we get warnings. You do. Yeah. Ain't you, get a a couple, time, you get a couple of them, actually. Ain't a lot of time. I'm 100% convinced that before chaotic <laughs> situations, you always going to get a warning. Whether it's subtle yeah, or extreme, you always get one. You always get you one. Just gotta, you just got to pay attention to Of course, we call them red flags now. Yeah. But mm-hmm. same thing. Whatever it is, light jumps on, red flag, warning, whatever it is, pay attention to those. Mm-hmm. So you know uh, something something coming. But like that's just like what you like when you when Nick talks about like being in tune. Yeah. Things like that. Like paying attention to those stuff. Mm-hmm. For us and probably Nick too and whoever else. God'll show you a sign. Absolutely. He'll some somebody'll say something, something will pop up somewhere. It'll show you something mm-hmm. that you probably ain't supposed to be doing this. Yep. I know for me, and it's now you got to make a choice. <laughs> yeah, like if my body and, and, reacts, if my chest gets tense and heavy, I'm not supposed to be here. Something is off. You feel it. You feel it. You feel it. You feel it. But but even in the like, what do you feel like are some identity qualities that you have picked up for yourself in the space that you're in now that help you kind of form your community, like the people around you. We'll start with Jasmine on this one. I need a little bit more clarification on the question. This girl think, here. <laughs> Don't do her. <laughs> Clarify the question. She be making me work, bro. Well. She she I know wanna, I ain't no wordsmith out here. I just want to make sure I understand because right now I'm not understanding. Like so, when you're saying so through what, life, like you went through things that you went through in life, right? Mm-hmm. And they have taught you different things, whether it's being patient, whether it's okay, okay. Like, see, like different things that you have picked up through t- things that you have went through okay, that, that are on you now. Like, these are some things that I'm that I'm applying to myself okay. for my life. Okay, I got you now. Come on um, now. I just need a little example. That's it. <laughs> um, I honestly, and I, I don't know. I, I guess I got to give a little history. But that single season, that that's what kind of, like, started my journey to my identity because I realized how much it – it is a part of me, especially because I've now gone to school to be a therapist for marriage and family. So it's like <laughs> I was so focused on this relationship thing that it has become a part of me. Your career. So, yeah. And so I feel like, one, it has definitely showed patience is necessary. Um, and it's going to be necessary in every aspect of life, whether it's the single season, marriage season, you know, Whatever other seasons there are out there, mm-hmm. it's just going to be necessary to have patience and understand that sometimes, like, riding the storm out is necessary because mm-hmm. you learn so much in that. And I believe me and you had a conversation about this before because we were talking about a track meet and saying how we get so caught up, so caught up on the end that we – like the ending of getting to the end that yeah. we miss yeah. the process of the oh, journey. Yes, like yes, if you yes. really pay attention to track meets, we really are most excited and watching them run and and go like the <laughs> to just just see like who gonna beat who, who gonna come up mm-hmm. on who. Yeah. And then as soon as they cross the line, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's the it's, ending. It's and done. that's that's how we think when it comes to life right now. Like we focus so much on I just got to get to this thing mm-hmm. and then miss the journey pieces and recognize that the journey was the best part. Yeah, right. That's the yes. best part of it. So that piece of like slowing down that we talked about as our four laws, like that is really necessary 
and and my identity, I believe, is that I have to embrace the journey that I'm in. Yes. But even even like back on the analogy of the track meet thing, like think about think about the track meet like life, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say we got a hundred mile dash. Mm-hmm. The the one the most one of the most important parts of the race is what? The beginning when that gun shoot off. Because yeah. everybody talks about her start was great. His start was mm-hmm. great. He jumped out of the blocks. Mm-hmm. Life. That would be childbirth. Yes. <laughs> Everybody is excited yeah. when the baby born. Yeah. You see like now you see Instagram posts, you see pictures, all of these little photo shoots, all of that. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Yeah. But then it seems like through the middle of it, mm-hmm. what what people usually say when they see you at the family reunion? You don't got you something. Don't got you don't something. got something. <laughs> you don't got something. I ain't something. seen I ain't you since you were this. Exactly. But think about that. Think about that also yeah. in the track meet. Nobody sees the 10, 10 meter, 20 meter, 40 meter, 60 meter. Yeah. They don't care about that part. Yeah. And then guess when the next big celebration? Yeah, you, you might have a little small one. So when they in track, when you hit the 40, everybody say, oh, it's a gap. Mm-hmm. She's she building a gap. But it's on birthdays. Mm-hmm. You get a celebration. Birthday, you get another celebration. So it's just like gaining in the race. Yeah. The next celebration, so-called, is the funeral. Yeah. And then what happens after the funeral? Everything stops and they go on about their business. Yeah, yeah. you're right. After you cross the finish line in the race? Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Right. And then it's like next you race. Miss, you did, right. Next race that you depend on what you believe in. Can't you remember? And you done missed the whole hunt. You done missed, you done missed. 90 of the whole 100 meters. Yeah, yeah. You done missed most of your life because you ain't paid attention to the journey that you was going through, just like she said. That's so sad. It, it's, the, the journey part is the most important part of all of it. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. I missed the 20s to my 30s. Yeah. I missed it, that journey. Exactly. Yeah. I missed exactly. that. Yeah. I definitely missed how that because I was drunk so nights did you re- How much drunk nights do you remember out of your 20s? Man, listen. I was literally that just was talking terrible. to my father-in-law about that just yesterday. Like, yo, 20s to 30s, you shouldn't be worried about nobody but yourself. You shouldn't be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shouldn't you shouldn't be. Because if you eliminate all that nonsense that you had to go through at the expense of other people, I guarantee you'd be much stressful <laughs> in your 30s. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and that's where a lot of us at now. This is why everybody's so mad yeah. about relationships. Because most of our 20s was filled with drinking, partying, sex, going through these short term relationships because somebody looked good. The, the relationship really didn't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. You might have been in it for a couple of years, but it really didn't mean nothing. You wasn't building on nothing. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a foundation in it. Mm-hmm. You just started dating and thinking, they cute, I'm cute, I'm the best ever. We go together. You should love me. <laughs> But we just drinking and partying, yeah. and you ain't learning nothing. You ain't building nothing of substance. Mm-hmm. Then you break up, and you hit 30, and you single. Now, ain't nobody worth a day. Everybody worthless. Right. Ain't nobody good enough. It's $40. Girls trying to steal me from my money that you ain't even got. Right. Women thinking all dudes don't bring nothing to the table. Damn that table. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's all of that, but we all... Done got to this point, and we thinking somebody should have picked me up in my twenties. You ain't even realizing your twenties, you wasn't available for nothing. Right, nobody. Right, you wasn't available for nothing and nobody. Mm-hmm. You don't even remember what happened in your twenties. Right, aside from so how somebody was supposed to pick you up and then deal with you didn't even know what was going right. on. Right, right. You was worried. But that's about a lot of the free. journey that we missed. Huh? You was worried about getting in free before eleven. Hey, listen here. Them getting in free and dudes try to slide in somehow with a group of girls. <laughs> I seen it happen. 
but but it's it's really like that journey part is the most important piece. But the journey also needs to begin, continue, and end with you growing and you building. That's why your identity in whatever community you decide to get into is the most important. Yeah. If you don't know where you at, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know what your plan is, you can't build a community because you don't know who to put in the community. Facts. <laughs> you can't just put anybody in it because they, if they're not building the same thing with you, that don't make no sense. Right. You don't right. even know your place, much less bringing somebody it, else in for a place. Where you go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where, exactly. Where, where you, you go? go? <laughs> How are we going to get in the car with four total different destinations? Where are you going? Yeah, that's that's those people who, and I, this is nothing against people who live in apartments and nothing like that. But oh, the way the the way the process is is that every year or every six months, every sixteen months, however long your lease is for, you gotta keep renewing. Yeah. You gotta keep trying to figure out what community you about to go be mm-hmm. in. Get get planted. Get planted somewhere. Know who you are so you can That's know. That's a great adaptation. Yeah, oh my God. I just know that hit me late. That, <laughs> that hit me late. Those is grown terms. Oh, Those is grown yeah, terms. That hit me late down. Oh, man, that was good. But and that's no shade to anybody living in an apartment. Like I'm just using it as an mm-hmm. analogy. Yeah, don't get, don't be in your feelings. Don't allow your feelings to drive your Don't car. take it personal. Relax. Don't mm-hmm. take everything yeah. so personal. But no, nah, she, she's right. Like you, if you not knowing where you're going is not going to allow good people to come around yeah. you, and or and you're just going to and it keep won't make room for good people <laughs> where you at. Exactly, you gonna have to keep reing up and getting new people. And I've went through that yeah. a lot, having to get new friends because I didn't know where I was going. So then I became frustrated, felt like I needed to bring people around me and all. Then when I got certain people around me, then you get a little bit more planning. Then you bring another person. Then you get a little bit more planning. And now I'm in a better place now. That's why the community really helped me with my yeah. identity. And I, I feel like a lot of times people who always be like, you know, I don't have the support. I don't got friends who do this and do that. I believe that's because they're not firmly planted somewhere. I believe it's because if you keep jumping from, from person to person, those people who you keep jumping to have not created and built that mm-hmm. bond with you to be able to celebrate you in your most in your most powerful mm-hmm. moments so it's like you know when you always be like oh i don't got this and i don't have that you know whoa it's me all mm-hmm. the time now it's time to start looking at mm-hmm. self yeah start evaluating mm-hmm. self to say okay well is it me am i not keeping myself grounded around enough, like the right people because it doesn't have to be a big crowd of people no it does not. you just need to get grounded around the right people right because community is necessary you have to have some type of support around you don't go out here and be no loner yeah. That's not going to help you in life either. And it's a difference in being a loner and just making yourself, putting yourself by yourself. Making yourself lonely. Like it ain't just, you know what I'm saying? Like taking taking your own time away is necessary. Yes. You need to have time away. Yes. Yeah. But your community understands, all right, well, he not outside in the cul-de-sac today. He in the house. <laughs> right. And I think it's important. He just ain't to outside say, today. And I think it's important to say off your point, Jazz, that for me personally, and this is just me, when I hear or see a person say that, that's a red flag for me. That's a red flag. People that I yeah. see complaining about, I don't have friends that do this and this, that, and the third, it is automatically a red flag for me because either one of two things, you're not firmly planted in who you are or you're not really putting yourself in those situations to receive that. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're not putting yeah. yourself in a situation to receive that. And what I mean by putting yourself in a situation, I don't necessarily mean like going out and hanging out or whatever the case may be. I mean, you literally making yourself available in the sense of, you know, to just to, to receive the love, to receive the support, to receive yeah. the care. Like, you can't expect something from somebody that you do not give. So if you're not yeah. giving that, you can't turn around and say, this is what I want. And for me, a lot of those right. times I've, I've, I've noticed and more times than none with people that I've come across that say stuff like that, they're not giving that out. They're, they've shown themselves to be very, very selfish people. Um, and mm-hmm. they just want it for themselves, but they don't want to give it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, when I see somebody say that, I'm like, nah. You got to go work on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a reason for that. And I'm almost sure it's probably you. And I think you got to realize, like, when it is you doing it and call it out for yourself, mm-hmm. you don't have to go out and, like, tell everybody. and vote, Like, because I know where I was in spaces when I wasn't putting myself out there to receive good things. Mm-hmm. It was literally, I'm only showing up if we drinking and partying. That's yeah. all I'm doing. If we're doing yeah. anything else, I'm not coming. That's mm-hmm. boring to me. Yeah. I don't want to talk about relationships today. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do, I want to drink and I want to mm-hmm. party. Mm-hmm. And then you got to realize, well, where am I going with yeah. this? Why does my life look like how it looked? Like even, it's a couple podcasts where I used to be like, yeah, the bros just used to hit me up and be like, hey, oh, what we doing this weekend? Not realizing I put myself mm-hmm. in that situation. Mm-hmm. Because I would only hit them up and bring mm-hmm. people around. Only hit them up, bring people around. So, how do you think they're going to handle me? Same way you handle them. Hey, what we doing this week? <laughs> hey, what we doing this mm-hmm. weekend? <laughs> who, who coming through yeah. this weekend? That's how yeah. it was. But then when you start putting out better energy, when you start putting out positive things, when you start putting out a more solid way to go, you get better people. Now, most of my friends that I talk with, yeah. married. Got yeah. kids, want to start things financially, want to build mentally, want to build physically. And that's what surrounds mm-hmm. me now. So that's how my life looks now. I tell the homies already, if you don't hit me up and get me out the house before 730. Not going. I ain't, ain't going, going nowhere. Nobody, nothing, all right? <laughs> I'm not going to nobody, Mm-mm. nothing. And you can't even if you don't get me you out can't the house hit me up same day. I'm telling you that now. You can't hit me up same day and say, <laughs> let's go somewhere tonight. No. You got to give me at least three days. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I ain't playing for this. My body ain't even set up <laughs> mentally Mm-mm. to deal with this. Mm-mm. So, yeah, that's that's exactly what that is. But how do you feel like that's a terrible way to start a question? <laughs> the way that I just started it, that how was do horrible. You, <laughs> how do you feel like? I don't I don't even know where I was going with that, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I just heard the terrible English. It was going to be a banger, though. It was going to be a banger. I was going to answer the hell out of that question. That was a terrible intro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But going going through this life and realizing, like, a lot of the things that you can control is you. A lot of the things that you can control, you have to choose to control. What are three things that you have changed about you? Mm. To create a better identity. Mm. Three things have changed about me. Neek, go okay. first. Three, Three things. Three things that I've changed about me. Um, 
I can say one thing that I've definitely changed for sure is just being, and this is recent too. This is a recent change. This ain't even like a, this happened years ago and this is who I am now. This is a recent change. Um, is being more courteous of where people are in their journey and not being so quick to just be like, you got to go work on you and then you can come back over here. Like <laughs> when I finally got myself, <laughs> no, for real, because that's kind of mean, like that's real mean. Like when I got myself together mentally, I really, and it was Mike that had to tell me about myself on this. Like it got to a point where I was just like, look, if you not being positive, if you not, if you not happy, if you ain't figured it out, I don't want you around me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want you around me. Yeah. Hold, hold on, Nick, because this is where a lot of people lose. This is where a lot of church people lose yeah. other people. They think they went through their stuff, then they got in the church and they were served, they saved and sanctified mm-hmm. and stuff, and now you start judging yep. everybody else. Yep. Stop yep. doing mm-hmm. that. Cause you had mm-hmm. your mess too. You went through your stuff too. You might be in a better space now, but you, the way you're it. doing it, you still yep. got it with yep. you. And for me, it wasn't, no, 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 you good. But for me, it wasn't even so much that I would judge you. It was just that I was so protective over my peace because I had been in that dark place for such a long time. I ain't want nothing to mess it up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I wasn't even necessarily judging. It was just like, if you got that going on, it might, it might still affect me. So you got to go somewhere else. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's a fact. I've realized that that wasn't, that's not nice because just as much as that person might not be where you currently are, you were once them. So give them some grace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. that's one. Right. That's one. Um, another two? one is, you know, I, I purposely made myself for, for people around me, be interested in things that they're interested in because that forges a better relationship. And what I mean by that is, yeah, there's a lot that you can learn from somebody um, that you might not be aware of, like how it works or the way, you know, it runs. And I don't necessarily mean just like physical, just things in general. And so it's like if you make it a point to, to be interested in something that somebody's interested in, it helps me because I learn a lot about you. And I feel like it helps the other person because it gives you the space and opportunity to just literally run wild with your ideas and your thoughts about this particular thing. You know what I'm saying? So I make myself purposely be interested in things that the people that I care and love about are interested in Um, because it just, it just builds a better bond. This is what you like. Let me show interest in it because I know that's going to make you happy and it's going to make me happy to make you happy. So let me show interest in what you got going on. So that's another one. And the third one, um, I don't know. I, that's the a strong two I got right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm sorry. I got to run 100%. it back to the first one. Just, just, just being courteous about people and where they at. You know what I'm saying? Like that's big for me because again, I was a little bit mean in my coming out, coming out of you know my thing because I just didn't want anything to tear it up. So just, just be nice. That's right. enough for two. <laughs> I feel you on that. Jazz, what's your three? Um, I guess one would be, um, be open. And honestly, this is something I'm still working on. So it's like, I know to do it and I know I should do it a lot more. Um, but I'm learning as I continue to keep doing it, that the more I'm open to share my experiences or my story, I create so much more 
friendships or I can create people or I find people who can help in the situation that I may mm-hmm. be struggling in. So that's kind of how it's helping me to build community as well because I'm not keeping stuff to myself thinking that mm-hmm. I have to do mm-hmm. it by myself. So, so being open. Before you go to your second one, I do want to tell you, you're doing a great job at oh. that. Because I've seen where she really be like, I ain't messing with no new people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to no new people. You can bring them around, but I'm going to watch them. Right. I'm not talking to them. Yeah. And she's she's gotten on Instagram and said things that she hasn't told a lot of mm-hmm. people like in person. And other people have came to her from mm-hmm. her doing that. But I've, I've, I'm now seeing her share her gift through doing that. So definitely wanted to applaud you on that. Baby. Oh, thank you, baby. No Love problem. <laughs> that's, I mean, that was, that's something that was tough for me. But that's why I say it's still something that I'm still learning mm-hmm. to do now. Um, it's a process. Progress yes. Um, I might have to agree with Neek, too. Probably number two would be mm-hmm. Grace um, for me. Not just grace for myself, but grace for others. Um, and just trusting that process with the grace, because, who child, mm-hmm. it can be hard. Um, and three. People are pushing. Yeah. Three. I would say. That again, this is something I'm still That's working right. on. That's all right. um, but enjoying the process. Mm. Even though I've talked about it so much, it's still something that I struggle with myself when I'm like, no, it's supposed to mm-hmm. happen this way and at this time and in this timing. But recognizing that maybe it's mm-hmm. just not that time. I think I'm I'm learning to recognize that in some things and it helps. It helps me get through a lot of things. Just recognize this this ain't it. This ain't the time. Just just Slow trust down. the process. <laughs> so I think those would be my three. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. Um, my three. I didn't write these down. I didn't rehearse them. It's going oh to flow. Y'all. You know what I'm saying? Not I'm, I'm you nice threw us in the water and you got yours rehearsed. <laughs> and you ashy for that. I, I didn't rehearse. For but, real, I didn't and, rehearse but he has sat here and listened to both me and Exactly. Me. And so now he can make it flow. That's why he be you know making what I'm saying? a lot of time. I got to get my thoughts together on how I want to say it because I know my mouth runs 90 right miles a minute. Listen, my, I be going. I be going when I be going. So now I gotta calm myself mm-hmm. down. One would definitely be something that I have recently practiced. Stop over explaining That's stuff. That's a good one. I had to stop doing that because it was matter of fact. I w- I was feeling a terrible way about a situation that I was just in, and I realized I don't want to mm. be here. And I left, and the person contacted me and asked, where was I? And I said, we had to leave. I'm not explaining nothing else after that. The end. That was my reasoning. That's what I did, and that was it. Stop feeling like you need to explain everything to somebody to protect yourself. If you protecting you, that's the reason. I ain't talking to you about the reason for you to try to talk to me about my reason. Now I got to explain my reason. <laughs> no, we ain't doing that. Right. We not doing that. I said what I said, and that's it. You can respect that. If you had a nicer way to ask me something, cool. But you ain't about to make mm-hmm. me explain nothing else. Number two goes in with this one, but it's something big on my life in general that I had to change. My boy Drew would say it a lot, too. Stop lying. I mm, had to stop lying. That's a good admittance. I love that. 
I had to stop lying. I'm talking. Listen, I can lie with the best of me. You hear me? I run that story as long My as God. I can take it. But that's but yes. But you got to realize that that crap gets you in way more trouble than you would have mm-hmm. ever been in. Mm-hmm. And you could have protected yourself with some peace by Sex. just telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Just like when people call you and invite you to stuff and you say, yeah. And then you decide not to go, and then you make up this whole kind of story. Now you got to overthink all over again. I didn't want to come. <laughs> I didn't feel. I didn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. That's it. But the whole story of somebody died and all this other stuff. Chill out. Now you're killing off your family. You ain't even getting no money from this. You can just go to Illuminati oh, and get that, baby. Right. <laughs> number th- <laughs> and number three. Do the work and stop mm-hmm. looking for a handout. You are not always a victim, bro. You, it's a lot of things that you have authority over, you have the power to do, and you have to, you have to build the will to do it. Just do the work and do it. So the same way you're looking for that breakthrough, ain't nobody going to give it to you. You got to go <laughs> breakthrough. Period. <laughs> ain't nobody coming yeah, to your rescue all the time. Nobody's coming to save you. Go do the work nobody's and then get through Nobody's coming to save you, in the words of my brother, Jason Anderson. Nobody's coming to save you. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody coming to save you, big dog, but that's my three, man. Um, this has been another great recording. Make sure y'all go like, subscribe, comment, do all of the things that you're supposed to be doing. Uh, give this a five-star rating if you like it. If you didn't like it, give us a five-star rating you. anyway because um, we need all of this stuff. We need y'all support. And y'all are a part of our podcast community, so we appreciate y'all for listening. We thank y'all very much. Y'all ladies, y'all got anything else to say? Um, Nah, just don't be ashy. <laughs> Leave you with that. Don't be ashy. Have a good week. Be don't kind, be, be courteous, and, you know, Continue to work on yourself. She said no. She ain't had nothing to say and then said a lot of stuff. <laughs> Came for me. But we're going to let that slide. But nah, number one, mind your business. Number two, Neek. Stop talking. <laughs> number three, Jab. Slow down. And what did Neek just say? Number four, do not be ashy. We out of here, man. Make sure y'all listen to this thing and send it to your grandma and your auntie. Peace.